for all. She is going to town on the tater tots, which like, <laughs> fuck manners. Like, do you? I, I'm I'm not one of those guys like you right, gotta eat to right, talk to. But right. like, I'm trying to ask questions, and she's I'm not getting answers because she's just like stuffing her face. Like, if this girl could have eaten with her hands, if it was socially acceptable, she would have. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? <laughs> so, in classic two glass roast fashion, uh, we're gonna kick things off by having Duncan explain what he's drinking. We do have a little bit of a switch up, and then let's have Duncan talk about embarrassing moments. Take it away. Okay, so I am drinking whiskey <laughs> because I have been told that my wine tastes most closely resemble Sprite. <laughs> and that is unacceptable in the wine community. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm going to knock down those uh, those walls, make it more socially acceptable to drink wine that tastes like soda. There we go. There we go. I, I bought him some sweet wine from the store. It, it is from Spain. For those of you who don't know, I went to Spain. España. España. Barcelona. And then I was like, you know what? Duncan's a real one for joining the pod, so let's give him some whiskey because I know he'd much prefer that anyway. And Duncan has some interesting thoughts on embarrassing moments. So I don't really get embarrassed. I do get <laughs> awful, I get awful, awful, awful secondhand embarrassment, which makes game shows and reality TV shows the worst for me. That is tantamount to torture as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Anybody who follows Duncan on Instagram knows he doesn't get embarrassed because he posts the most inappropriate stories ever and his mother sees them and he doesn't care and I really respect that. She's on the close friends list. She's, <laughs> she sees everything. She sees it all. She knows it all. So, And I guess, wow, it's been a few minutes and we haven't even told the listeners what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about none other than dating. 
So I'm really, really excited to have Duncan on this episode because I feel like Duncan, not so much recently because he's uh, settling down a bit, if you will, but Duncan is like the king of going on dates. Like there have been times when you've Snapchat and you've been like, date number one of three today or whatever it might be. And I really, really respect the hustle because when I would go on like a date from like dating app or whatever it might be. I would get so drained by trying to make conversation with these people that I was like out of commission for at least two weeks. So I don't know how you do it. Caffeine. Caffeine (laughs) is the answer. Caffeine is the answer. The liquor helps, but I got to tell you, I'm a caffeine guy through and through. Nice. Um, For the days where it was one, two, three, that I won't lie, I won't try and front and be like Superman here. It was exhausting and I always took Sunday off. That was a rest and recovery day. It was was the seventh day of rest for a reason. Rest and recovery. <laughs> what do you do on your rest and recovery days? Say you say it's a Saturday. You have three dates lined up. You go on the dates. What does your Sunday look like? So I'm a big supernatural guy. Okay. I don't know if anybody remembers the WB and CW. I was one of the pioneers of CW, and I loved watching Supernatural. I would not leave my bed. I would DoorDash some, <sighs> like the thickest cheeseburger I could find on DoorDash, nice. and that was the move. Wow. You just recover, rest the vocal cords because you got a whole nother week like coming up. It's sorority recruitment, really. Exactly. Uh, yeah, for for the listeners, here's a quick plug. Duncan talking about door dashing to his bed reminds me, I do have an episode called um, Spending Woes and Finance Bros, in which my blood relative, my brother, roasted my... <laughs> roasted That's a great way to say that. Yeah, my blood relative. <laughs> roasted my credit card statement. And he identified a day that I didn't realize that I ordered new briefs three times in one day. So, yeah, for those of you who are interested in that lifestyle, I think everybody has that in their life at some point or another. Listen to that episode. Did you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner on DoorDash? Or was it, did you did you stick brunch, brunch, dinner? So I believe, I did a little post-mortem, if you will. And I believe what happened was, it was a Saturday, it was a Sunday, but I think... The first one, when I looked at it, was actually, like, drunk food from Saturday night that it was technically Sunday morning because it was after midnight. And then it looked like that on that Sunday, I slept in, I ordered lunch, and then I ordered dinner as well. So it technically wasn't breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was drunk food, lunch, and dinner, which, you know, I've turned over a new leaf. I'm, I'm a little bit of an urban queen right now. I'm, I live in a town center, so I walk to go get my food. How bougie of you. Uh, that's me. So because Duncan doesn't get embarrassed, I thought now would be the perfect time for me, your number one hostess with the mostest, to finally share an embarrassing story myself. I'm also excited because some of my friends have heard the story before. It's done well, but this is a new crowd. I've never told Duncan the story before, so hopefully he laughs. And if he doesn't, then hopefully we have a good actor on our hands. Okay, so I'll kick it off. Um, also I should preface for those of you who are blood relatives of mine or work with me, the beginning part of this story might sound like it's going to be inappropriate, but I promise you it's not. So that in mind, let me set the stage. It's about a year ago. I'm going to the OBGYN men. That means the lady doctor where they check out your schnooch. Someone call it the groinecologist. (laughs) There we go. So I'm going to the groinecologist. And as they do, it's like a regular annual visit. They're like, you know, they need like a urine sample. So the nurse like 
checks my height, checks my weight. I appreciate you walking me through this. Right. Thank you. And she's like, okay, like we need a urine sample. And she kind of just like ushers me to the bathroom. And I'm like, cool, it's not my first rodeo. So I walk in there and I see the cup is literally the size of a thimble. Like it is so freaking small. And I'm like, there's no way that I'm supposed to like give my urine sample in this. So I'm like looking at it and I'm like, no, this should like something doesn't feel right. So I open the door, I walk back out. I'm like, I'm gonna find this nurse and just like get some answers. And she's nowhere to be found. She's missing an accident. So I'm wandering around the doctor's office at this point, trying to find some sort of guidance. And finally I find this woman that's like a nurse there. She's typing on the computer. And I'm like, hi there, like, I just have a question. And she's like, yeah, how can I help you? Doesn't look at me, mind you. And I'm holding the thimble cup. I feel like eye contact would be key in this scenario. Eye contact would have saved a lot of issues. So I'm like, hey, I am supposed to give a urine sample. And I was just curious, like, is there a lid or something that I should be working with? Because this doesn't feel correct. And again, without looking at me, she goes, nope, you're fine. Just a dip. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Like you're checking your oil. Right, yeah, dip, just a dip. Just the dipstick. Right. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I got my confirmation. So then I go back into the bathroom. I pee in this thimble. Obviously, all you know. All over your hands. Has all to over be. my hands. I was going to say. Oh, like as a woman, peeing in a cup is difficult enough if it's a normal size cup. Add on the fact that it's a thimble and... It's a fucking mess. I'm like, this is some sort of category on Pornhub that I don't want to be involved in. And so then I finally pee in the thing. It's it's overflowing. And I'm like, shit, I have to write my name on this. Because there's a Sharpie in there. And I'm like, I can't even fit my name. With your pee face. With my pee all over it. So I straight up write KTP on the cup. And I, I'm like... Let them know. you got to like, expand the brand. Right. I'm like, they'll know. They'll understand. Put it in the little deposit box. Close the thing. And then they told me, when you're done, like, go to this, um, like, one of the rooms. After a thorough hand rinsing one, would assume. <laughs> I did wash my hands with lots of soap and hot water. I sang happy birthday probably four times. So then I'm, like, in the exam room, and I'm waiting for the doctor to come in. And I, like, I swear, I hear, like, a commotion outside. And I'm like, no, it's my anxiety. Like, this isn't real. Like, whatever. And so I'm sitting there, and then somebody opens the door. I've never seen this chick in my life, but she works there. And she's like, are you the one that just peed in that cup? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, where'd you find that <laughs> cup? And I'm like, it was on the back of the toilet. And mind you, this little thimble was placed so perfectly and so centered on the back of the toilet. It had to be. It had to be right. what I was supposed to pee in. And I'm like, oh, like it was right there. I was a little confused about the size myself. And she's like... Okay, well, we might have to have you redo that. And then she fucking closes the door. So at this point, I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm also vulnerable because, again, for the men who don't know how the gynecology appointments go, you have to, like, put on a little gown that basically, like, opens in the front so you can kind of, like, spring break style. It's the worst part of the gown. Titties out. Why would yeah. it be in the front? Yeah, it's just the worst. So I'm sitting there, and then my doctor comes in. She goes, so I heard you can pee in really small spaces. Great. Great thing to say. Walking in, that's exactly the right way to start that conversation. I'm expecting, hey there. Thread the, you threaded the needle. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my fucking God. And so then I'm like explaining to her like my whole thought process. She goes, 
No, honestly, I guess uh, props to you. She goes, I piss all over myself when I try to do those. I'm like, again, this is feeling like a Pornhub thing that I don't want to be involved in. And then just the cherry on top is that I realized that I was so stressed about the whole peeing situation. I put the gown on backwards. And so then I literally had to spring break style, like full on lift the gown up, flash her, not only my boobs, but my snooch because of the way the gown was. And it was the, probably the worst moment of my life. And also it was right before lunchtime. So, you know, they all talked about it at lunch. Absolutely. And I'm definitely the topic of the holiday parties there at Perfectly Female. <laughs> so that's my embarrassing story. <laughs> did you enjoy it? I did. Okay. I was- as much as a as much as a man who has never been to the gynecologist, I know, I know. Has, halfway through yeah. I was like I should have tested this out on a female. It's okay. Okay. I'm glad I was here. I was your <laughs> test balloon. I'm sure Perfect. it would kill with the women. Perfect. Well, now you just now you have that extra context, so you'll be like extra um, empathetic yes, to the ladies. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it actually helps out on the dating scene, guys. Without further ado, let's fucking get into it. I'm ready to talk about dating. So I was trying to figure out what is the best way to approach this episode. Like there's so many different facets of dating. There's online dating, blind dates, the dating apps, um, first dates, you know, second, fourth, fifth, whatever type of dates, like people you're regularly dating, people you're casually dating, side pieces, breaking up, making it official. Like there's so much to talk about. So I thought, let's go chronologically. Let's start with online dating in the apps because I think at the same age it's pretty safe to say a fair amount of people probably most of the listeners who are single and dating are using the apps so let's start by talking about dating apps and dating profiles so Duncan I want to hear from you from a straight man's perspective what are the cringy things that you've seen on females dating profiles if any or are we perfect you, your profiles are, are very straightforward. I will give okay. you this. Okay. The overwhelming majority of you, killing it. You're right. doing, doing great. <laughs> Way where, to go, girl. Where, where you all seem to lack, though. Ooh, here comes the this roast. Is the, let me say, this is an overwhelming generalization based on my experience. Oh, we don't, we don't have to preface things okay. here. This podcast is we don't un- stand on that formality. uncancelable. Is actually built into the brand of this podcast. Doesn't matter what you say, I will not let anyone get canceled. Perfect. <laughs> um, but where I will say is the conversation continuously lacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I understand there is a barrage of men that is constantly after you, especially here in the DMV, our area. You yep. are highly sought after commodities. Unfortunately, you are probably viewed that way based on the pure numbers aspect of the dating scene yeah yeah way more way more women here but the men oh man (laughs) guys i gotta tell you i've been on the the women's profiles too you guys are some boring motherfuckers too (laughs) let me just say too i can't stand people that are like make it their whole personality to roast like I'm so sick of men who hold up fish in their dating profiles and Deloitte bros like don't match with me if your favorite show is The Office like I'm sorry you're not unique it like that storyline is so overdone yes it was like funny and relatable for the first month but I am so fucking sick of seeing girls be like men and their fish yes I don't think most people don't want to see a man with his fish but also hot take 
I like fishing. I think it's peaceful. I would like to fish more, but I live right outside of DC and there's nothing in the Potomac that I want to catch. Some mutant fish. You just <laughs> yeah. definitely find fish with fingers, a couple of <laughs> <Yeah>. extra fins. <laughs> the issue here, though, is that at some point you're both going to be boring together. And we can't have that because that just makes for awful relationships. And God forbid you're having awful kids. What about photos that women put on their dating profiles like are there any photos that you think are good that you think are bad i know when, when i was single i would try, way back when way back when i would try to like avoid group pictures at least as like my first photo because i was like i want them to know what's me but then it was also like i didn't want to put the best photos of myself because i was like i don't want to be a catfish like have you run into any issues or concerns on the photo side so let me, let me break it down for you, right? Mm -hmm. Totally agree with what you're saying with the groups. You can't lead off with a group picture. If you want to include one, just mm -hmm. to show that you have friends and you are normal, I appreciate that. Super fair, yeah. But you gotta run the risk now mm -hmm. of these people thinking that your friend group is hotter than you are. That is very fair. You, that you, so that's fair. a roll of the dice right there. <laughs> so girls, Make your top photo just you, and then your supplementary photos, I pick your ugliest friends. That's what I mean. <laughs> that is the way to do it. I mean, there there is a reason we always had, unfortunately, back in like the seventh grade era, you did have to have the mandatory unattractive friend. I don't uh, remember what the, uh, oh, the acronym dot, was. Yes. They called it the yes. That is a Netflix movie as well. Is there any um, signs that you see on dating profiles that says like, this chick is crazy? No, because I'm not. I'm not that guy. So okay. I, if you believe in astrology, that's your thing. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna knock you because you you subscribe to your star chart. You know what? If you are passionate about it, at least it's a topic of conversation where I can enter. That, Men, take notes. I that, love that. That gives me something to work with. I, especially here, mm -hmm. I'm a big proponent of listing your po political affiliation. Mm -hmm. And we're not gonna go crazy here because okay. I know every. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to Everyone's shun got their listeners. Own yep. Yes. But you can find your group. Yeah. And it makes it so much easier once you know off the bat that this person shares your ideas, your ideals. If there are fundamental rights for women and gays. Right, right. I believe there should be. Yeah. Other people don't, but that's their bag. Right. I like that. I, that's actually, wow, this is what this podcast is all about. That's deep. a perspective I haven't thought of because I would get annoyed when I would see like people would be like, don't swipe right. Look, I consider my, I mean, you know, not to get into political views, but I consider myself fairly moderate. I can see both sides of most issues. Not all of them. Some of them I'm like, mm, it's human rights. But anyway, I hated when people would be like, oh, like, swipe left if you're a moderate. I know that means Republican anyway. And I'm like, no, moderate means moderate, bucko. Which, I mean, again, I didn't really have that issue because men aren't posting that on their profile, but I would get so annoyed when I saw girls see it. That is a good point on um, like the lack of red flags. It's more about like people being interesting. From a girl's perspective, I feel like the number one red flag that you would see on a profile is like in girls that are, I'd say, one to five years out of college could probably relate to this. It's like you see the top picture and maybe it's like him out at a bar, like whatever. You're like, okay, I'm intrigued. You scroll to the next one met like a day drink with his friends you're like nice he likes to go out and drink he has fun on the weekends you scroll to the next one he's like 
playing beer pong at the beach. Then you scroll to the next one. He's at, like, Kentucky Derby. And I'm like, this man's, like, an alcoholic. Yeah, this like, guy has no personality right. outside of partying. Right. Yeah. And in your head, you're like, God, like, you're torn because you're like, college me would be all over this man. But now I'm an adult right. woman. And I need to find a man with a future. And his occupation is not listed. Yeah, you're looking for a partner at this point. And, right. And right. you can't make a partner out of somebody whose sole objective is to get trashed every time you go out. Right. Right. Exactly. It needs to be the exception, not the norm. Anyway, okay, one more question that I have about online profiles. Yes, hit me. Have you encountered, I've seen a lot of TikToks about voice recordings on men's, like, hinge profiles. Okay. Do girls post those, and what are they like? They do. Okay. The most that I've seen have been subtle flexes, though, which go either way, because at some point, you do kind of seem snooty. What is a subtle flex with a voice recording? How... Biggest culprit right here okay. is how many languages you can say hello in. Ugh. Girls post that? Girls do post They're that. They're like, hello, salut, yes. hola. Nihoi. What? Minoi. I don't know. <laughs> it's like fucking doodle bop. We're, 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 we've, de- we've digressed to SpongeBob, but what? yes, it is essentially that. Girls, that's cringy. If you're doing that, delete your profile right now. Go on eHarmony. That is so gross. Oh my god. Okay, actually though, girls, if you do this, now is your time. Defend yourself. Please, please, please message me. I want to hear your perspective on why you think this is a good idea. Because maybe I'm missing something, but that is the worst thing I've ever heard. I've heard where it's like, men will like sing a song. And I'm like, you know, if a guy can't sing and you're already dating and he like tries to do like a funny, like I sing to you, like romantic gesture. And he's like, obviously terrible. That's cute. But if I've never fucking met you in person and you have a voice recording of, like, fingernails on a chalkboard, I'm out. It's a fine line you got to walk. For in. that reason, that's a sharks, rough I'm out. Yes, that's a rough one. Guys, guys usually also flex, but I feel like they do the impressions one. In my mm. in my experience... How cringy to do impressions. Yeah, shimmer. I'm just <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of John Lennon... For whatever reason, girls do John Lennon. No, the guys do John Lennon. Oh, oh. Because I, I've done, I've been on my. What is, oh, does he talk like this? It's a lot more nasally. <laughs> you gotta get nasally and up there. <laughs> Don't get to you. Did you have that on? I did not. Life? No, because I, <laughs> I. Do... rehearsed. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a great John Lennon impersonator. Did you not know this? <laughs> my my big thing is I will. I have confidence in me. All right. Okay, yeah. I have confidence in sunshine. I have confidence of rain. I am going to win you over in person. That's my thing. You don't get my voice until you meet me. I love that. Thank you know, holding holding a little back, saving a little. Okay, so anything else that you want to add about dating profiles? Just for the guys. I mean, you guys got to gotta showcase how funny you are. I mean, mm, mm-hmm. the people who say they're looking for a feminine homemaker, mm-hmm. cringe. Automatic yeah, that's cringe. awful. Like, like the 50s are gone. Leave right. it to beavers. Never coming back. Right, right. You gotta move on. Right. I think every home has its balance of, like, you know, like, here, yeah, I usually am the one that does the laundry, but Gavin also has his stuff that he does. And that's not a predetermined, like, you're the woman, so you're doing this. That's tacky. My biggest thing is, if you come home first, and mm-hmm. you know your partner is coming in a little late, mm-hmm. start on dinner. Yeah, yeah. Start on laundry. Why, why does it have to be designated roles? No, the issue with this world, though, is common sense. Yes. And that's something that we're all lacking. So, Well, everybody with the listeners of the two glass rows. Obviously. Shout out. Okay, so we've talked about dating profiles. 
I also want to talk about first dates. Before I say my piece, Duncan, I'm putting you on the spot. Yes. What is the worst first date you've ever had? Oh, easy. I was <laughs> in... <laughs> Perfect. I was worried you wouldn't have a response. No, I, I have one I'd for have this. to edit. <laughs> I have one for this. Um, do you remember Shelby? You met yes, Shelby. Yes, yes. Okay. Are we, are we okay using her name on the pod? Yeah, we're not going to dox her. Okay, I mean, okay. There are a lot of people named Shelby, so I think we're That's okay. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, a couple of years ago, I was deeply enthralled mm-hmm. with this girl, and... Uh, we were doing distance, which I, I firmly believe with the right person, distance can work. Agreed. However, Agreed. I am extremely tentative to try it again, and I would yeah. be very cautious going into it. Right, and it's hard to start with distance. Yeah, yes, nothing absolutely. Nothing that's what you and Shelby did, but... No, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so, she, long story short, she cheats on me. Mm. I have to cancel a cruise with Carnival. That I'm still trying to go on, by the way. I literally just called this guy. I called the Carnival Cruise director two days ago. And here's the most... This was how long ago? This was 2017. I was going to say, Shelby's like a really old name. Five years ago. Yo, I'll go. So, I I have to call this guy. I have credit because I was supposed to go in 2020. And of course, everybody knows what happens in 2020. COVID comes. Uh, What happened? COVID comes and... My cruise gets postponed again, so I have eighteen hundred dollars in Carnival Cruise just sitting there since twenty seventeen. Right? Is this a first date? This is not where I was no, expecting. No, this is this is the context to the first date, right? Okay, okay. This is the most humbling experience of my life. Okay. So I I'm dealing Similar with that. Similar to me at the yes. OBGYN. Yes. Yeah. So so Shelby is gone now. I, I take my time to to heal. Mm-hmm. I do all, I do my gym phase. I nice. do my hoe phase. I nice. come back. Nice. I I'm looking for something real now. So I go on this date with this girl. Um, at the time, I was living in Norfolk, Virginia, so southeastern Virginia, uh-huh. and she was an ODU girl. Nice. And she was so painfully in it only for the food. <laughs> It was the most humbling experience of my life to date. So I, I get there, and there, it's this place called the Barrel Room, which has since closed, which is a shame because it was a great spot. They used to do karaoke Thursdays, and that's what we went for. Yeah, so we went for karaoke Thursday because I figure it's a good conversation starter. For sure, you that's always a fun, have. That's a fun first date. You, you people watch. Yeah. If you want to sing, you sing. Right. Not right. really my bag. Obviously, something to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's always something going on. Love that. So the appetizers come out, and she gets, like, it's what's called the Spuds Mountain. So tater tots with the works, essentially. And she I love is, this girl. She is going to town on the tater tots, which, like, fuck manners. Like, do you? I, I'm, I'm not one of those guys, like, you right, got to eat to right, talk to. But, right. like, I'm trying to ask questions, and she's, I'm not getting answers because she's just, like, stuffing her face. Like, if this girl could have eaten with her hands, if it was socially acceptable, she would have. Dude, that's so funny. She barely looks up for, at me the whole conversation for that first appetizer, right? At this point, like, we don't know if this girl has an income. Like, she might just be genuinely <laughs> trying to survive. It's possible. <laughs> Looking back on it, totally possible. She worked at a uh, at a dress re- retail shop. Okay. So, Actually, I will say, in college, I definitely got a little bit flirtier at the end of the semester when my meal plan was done and I needed some swipes. So. I admire the grind. Yeah. I, I respect the hustle. But... <laughs> 
I'm not gonna lie, it sucks when it's on you, oh when it's God. happening to you. You're just sitting there across the right. table from this fiend. Right, so so we finished the tater tots, right? And I say we to be polite, but like, it was her. <laughs> I had maybe six tater tots, I'm not even a huge tater tot guy. So the next two appetizers, french fries and she pe- loves peanut butter <laughs> cheeseburger sliders, which were... If she would have given me the opportunity to have one, delightful. This but she girl, did not. First of all, this girl caused the potato famine. Right. <laughs> Second of all, Look, potatoes in every form. We were drinking vodka drinks that whole night because that's she what the place. She probably took the fattest dump after that date. I'm sorry, but that's a lot. If we would have spoken after, I would have asked. <laughs> but, but she does these two appetizers, right? Uh-huh. Still no zero effort to engage in the date. Oh my god. And this is when it like. I was I was slow mm-hmm. to the conclusion because I was still in my like hurt phase. Right, right. So I was like, all right. You're trying to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Right. You don't know if it's you. Right. Yeah. It was like because I'm I'm still wondering if I did anything wrong mm-hmm. the initial mm-hmm. time to get cheated on. And by the right. way, if you get cheated on, it's not your fault. It's obviously Agreed. that Agreed. person sucks. And if you cheat, I'm not here to be an asshole to you, but you need to go to therapy. And I will cast all. aspersions because okay. it happened to me. There we go. I I think if if you're the type of person that cheats, it's it's on you, not your partner. Yes, totally agree. But at that point, I wasn't there yet. I hadn't gone to therapy either, so mm-hmm. nobody knew what was going on. I was still kind of trying to make it work. Yeah, everyone's just eating <laughs> And she's just, she's just housing french fries at this point. <laughs> and it dawns on me, because I, I had only had a soda. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like This <laughs> this is not the first time out I had imagined. I'm, I'm leaving. So I, I concoct this master plan, which consists of... <laughs> Solely me saying I need to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, walk right out the back door, <gasps> leave this girl with the bill. <laughs> I was young. I was a young man at the time. It was oh. petty. It was spiteful. Oh. But I think that she also acknowledged her that, fault. I was to say that could be a learning moment for her. Because that. she never texted me. I never texted her. We never heard from each other again. <laughs> First of all, I think that is the perfect way to wrap it up. If you're gonna leave on that note, which I support. I think it's best that no words were spoken. I hope that that was a learning moment for her. I hope in two years from now, Two Less Roast is absolutely bumping, and this girl somehow hears this episode and writes in and is like, that was me, and yeah, that was my rock bottom. Yeah, do better, Alyssa. (laughs) Shame. (laughs) Also, that is, well, actually, I have two thoughts to that. Number one, we need to have Casey back on the podcast because Casey has a very funny story when he was in Puerto Rico with my blood relative, my brother. <laughs> we will only be ex- <laughs> referring to David that way. Now. Right, right. So they were down in Puerto Rico. Hopefully Casey's okay with me sharing the story. And basically they were all single. They were in college. They went to college in Florida, so it was so easy to go down there. Long story short, Casey was talking to this girl and then like she's – it's just not what he wants to be doing. And he crawled out the window of like an Exxon Mobil, essentially. Like maybe not Exxon Mobil specifically, but he – whatever it was. Anyway. Um, secondly, the funny thing about that date is my worst first date is literally the complete opposite. So I had this dude when I was single and I was like, okay, like I'm going to start going on dates more. Like I'm going to meet more people. I matched with him on like Hinge or Bumble. And first of all, he's one of those guys where like, you know, when you're on dating apps and like you've seen somebody before and you kind of like recognize the picture from like maybe like you had the app before and then you like deactivated it and now you're back on and you're like they look familiar right first of all if you see those types of people 
I think just don't even match. Just don't even, if you recognize because they're, they're a repeat or because you're a repeat though. Both. Okay. Both. I think it's. So just you think the, the stagnation is a red flag? Yeah. Part. Yeah. I okay. think like on both sides, like the excitement factor is just gonna be lower because you kind of go into it being like. You know so let me, I mean? let me let me pause you right here though. Have you ever matched with someone that you matched with previously, didn't go out on a date with, deleted the app, saw them again, and was like, "Hey, let me let me give this guy another shot." Um, I think this dude. I think the first time I didn't match with him, and then I was like, "Beggars can't be choosers," so I guess I'll match now. <laughs> so I matched with him, and he seems sweet. He's definitely one of those guys where I'm like, I'm not like that excited about it but i'm also like he seems like he's a good guy stable stable right. right and i'm like if i'm trying to settle down maybe i'm doing it wrong maybe this is the kind of guy i need to be with so and he, yeah he's nice enough whatever so it comes and i shoot my shot like i'm definitely like the aggressive do one. you remember your opener i don't know my opener it was hinged so he might have even opened okay. like hey what's up but yeah. i basically i do know that my go-to line was basically like so when are we going to hang out? Because right. I'm not playing games. I'm not going to try to be cute. Like, are we going to fucking get together or not? Because I'm not... I, if I want to message a stranger, I'll go find, like, sugar daddy. Right. You know what I mean? So then he's like, yeah, let's get together. Um, like, how does this weekend sound? Oh, I'm like, great, a weekend. A monopoly. Yeah. Can't do it. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'm desperate. And so then he's like, how about brunch on Sunday? And I'm like okay different different fine like i'm a slut for brunch i love brunch and he suggests ooh, he suggests for the local dmv people kava mezzi and clarendon which is a bottom you know it's okay but it's a, it's a standard bottomless. it's a chain yeah yeah it's a standard bottomless brunch right. which that's fine but you know what i know i'm getting bottomless mimosas so i'm like nice i'm gonna get to know this guy either we're gonna come out of this date either super into each other or we know that it's not going to happen. You don't get bottomless brunch and like be on the fence with exactly. someone. Like you, That's you very, figure them out. Very yeah. hit or miss. So he wants to do a 1 p.m. bottomless brunch. And I'm like, all right. So I wake up, nerves around 9. And my friend Kelly lives next to the restaurant. So I go to her apartment, drink like a glass of wine. Did you you pregame bottomless brunch. brunch. That's aggressive. I'm nervous, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I, I didn't get drunk. I had like one glass of wine. And I'm like, hey, it's daytime, like whatever, let's go there. And I show up and he shows up and he's cute. He's tall, like looks like his pictures. That's half the battle. And I'm like, nice, this is going to be good. And then we sit there and the waiter comes and they go, can I get you guys anything to drink? Um, you know, we have this bottomless brunch special. And he goes, oh, like, no, I think we're okay on the bottomless brunch special. Um, let's just let's just get two mimosas. And I'm thinking, okay, that's also fair. He doesn't want to get sloshed on a first date. That's respectful. On a Sunday. Right. Again, I'm like, maybe this man's what I need. Then the waiter keeps coming back. Hey, how are you guys doing? Can I get you anything to eat? Before bottomless I, brunch. No, before I can speak up, he goes, nope, we're good. And my stomach is gurgling at this point. And I'm like, wait, what? And so then the waiter comes back again. And I'm like about to speak up. And he's like, they're like, can we get you more? And our mimosas are empty. So I'm ready for about 17 more. And he's like, no, I think we're good. Can we just get some waters? And I'm like, no, you, no, no. What am I getting myself into? And then I'm just like sitting there like resenting this man not only because I went into it with the mindset of we're gonna have bottomless brunch and get fucked up and get to know each other and it's like 
you don't go to bottomless brunch and have a bad time. Either you're interested in them romantically or you're like, this person's a fun friend. Like, right. it's so rare that you do bottomless brunch and you just don't like the person. So I'm like, this is already such a disappointment. Add on the fact that I'm fucking hungry. Oh. I would have been violent. I was At like, that point, I, I'm, I'm starting to like, I was like get aggressive. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. And I'm like, there's, I've got to get out of the state somehow. And he goes to the bathroom. So I'm obviously frantically texting my friends like, oh my God, like, this guy won't fucking drink. He won't eat. Like, I don't know what's going on. We never, same thing. We never spoke again. We call this hitting the eject button. And I have had, <laughs> I have had Alan, my best friend, call me and tell me, like, pretend to be either my commanding officer was in, when I was in the army mm. or my superior while I'm at the Pentagon. Oh. I have him call me. He throws on a fake voice, oh my uses God. my official title and last name. And... Sh- pretends that I am shout out to Alan Alan's a real one I am quintessential to the most upsetting emergency that he can think of in those 30 seconds that I send him the text from when he calls me we have done this at the, least six times and it has worked every will time not survive we're not done exactly that's amazing I love that um I'm trying to think if I had any other poor first dates I guess the other one that comes to mind is Actually, before I get into it, Duncan, in your opinion, yes. if somebody has like a very serious aspect of their life that people who are dating them should know about, say like they have kids, even they're married or not they're married, oh. they're divorced, <laughs> like whatever. When is the right time to share that? Kids, I think you need to give people the benefit of the doubt and mm-hmm. say in your profile, state specifically that you have kids yeah. because I am going to be much more receptive to dating you if I know beforehand mm-hmm. if you spring that on me that's like what else can't you be trusted with right right if you're immediately out of a relationship I feel like we can cover that ground maybe second date yeah um I've never dated a divorcee right oh well here's here's where I come in <laughs> so I went on a date and this guy's like again the type of guy where I'm like I'm not that into it, but like I feel like I should be, like you know, whatever. So I'm on this date, and I'm like, he's nice enough. Like it just kind of feels like I'm like it. it the whole date kind of felt more like it was like I'm getting drinks with somebody from like a work environment, like a client, a reporter, a networking opportunity. Yeah, yeah, very, which is very common right, here. Right, right, very networking like, and not even like oh, this is networking. It's stuffy. Like in a networking sense, he's a cool guy, but dating sense it's just like not there and then he goes finally once i've had like four glasses of wine because he i was ready to, i was going into the date preparing two glasses of wine going home i was walking distance from the restaurant no he wants to stick around and i'm like oh, i'll play along i'll bite and then after like my fourth glass i'm clearly like a little tipsy he's like so i should let you know like i am divorced and i'm like okay and i'll tell you i was like a little drunk and in my head I was like the fact that this guy has the like emotional capacity to get up at the altar is a fucking turn on to me which is it spoke volumes to where I was emotionally at that time let's just let's just pause here and say that you were attracted to trauma dumping yeah yeah I was like (laughs) shit okay but then he was like oh like there's qualities of you that like remind me of my ex-wife a little and I'm like I gotta go I gotta go so then I again I was like walking distance but I didn't want him to know where I lived because I was like, that was kind of like a weird statement. So I literally had him walk me home to Katie and Veronica's house. 
and there's like a Snapchat of me with this random man outside of their house, like saying goodbye to him. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Okay, guys, before we go any further, you all know what's up next. Fuck, Mary kill. In the words of my dad, Mary Berry, what's it called? Shout out dad. Him and my mom are actually on a cruise throughout the, uh, not the Caribbean, um, Mediterranean right now. Love that for them. Yeah, I do too. You check out their Facebook posts. They're pretty good. So it's time for Fuck, Mary Kill. And I was like, okay, what celebrities do I want to pick for Duncan? And then I was like, you know what? I'm actually to stick with the theme of the podcast rather than celebrities. So if you think about it, Fuck, Mary Kill kind of covers all of the stages of a relationship. A little bit. You you fuck them. You ideally marry them. And maybe you kill them. Or maybe you want to kill them. So, Duncan. Yes. I'm, I'm going to give you three date locations. Okay. And you have to tell me, between those three, where would you want to fuck? Where would you want to get married? And where would you want to kill your partner? Okay. Okay. So, we've got a movie theater. Right. Mini golf. Right. Public park. Okay. And I have to put you on the spot. I can't give my responses or else it will. Okay, you got to fuck in a park. Okay. You always have to fuck in a park. Very cool. Because you're definitely not the only one fucking in the park. So your chances of getting caught Mm -hmm. substantially lower. Okay. What if it, what if there's a playground on the park? You know what? No, no. You you chose park. Are we trying to to catch charges (laughs) now too? No, you chose park. You chose park. Okay, so now we're between movie theater and mini Mini golf. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. All right, so I'm going to. Are we getting married in mini golf, or I'm married to mini golf? You're getting married there, so you marry the girl at Papa Golf Course. Okay, no, can't do that. Um, I'm a big movie guy, so got to get married. At, married at the movies, right? Could be a good a good venue. Yeah, that's that Popcorn. kind of tracks with my personality. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So I will. I would get married at. AMC, because I am a member. <laughs> I'm a, are you an AMC premiere? I'm not. Because oh, I, I, I heard it used to be so much better than it is now. So right now, so I'm a premiere, but I'm not platinum. Okay. So platinum is like you pay 25 bucks a month and you can see up to three movies right. a week. Platinum, I pay $8 a year. And it's like all the online fees are waived and you get $5 movie Tuesdays. And whenever you order a medium, you get a large. So you get Fandango rewards. And I bring my Fandango. own snacks. Fandango. I forgot about Fandango. Mine works because I live so close to the movie theater. Yes, that you I, are I only right go there. on Tuesdays when it's $5 movies. So I'm like, if it's $5, online fees are waived. Right. That's fine. Okay. Okay, so you're that means you're... Killing at mini golf. Killing at mini golf. Which is ironic because one of my favorite dates where I kind of knew Marguerite was the one. Marguerite! Was, was it mini golf? We went to Swingers. Oh, okay. Yeah. We should probably explain what Swingers is to yes. the non-DC people. Yes. All right. So think of Swingers as Top Golf, but only for putting. Putt, putt. Yes. Yeah. So it is putt putt to the max. You get drinks. You get food. Right. Uh, lots of windmills for whatever reason, and not for nothing. I play golf. <laughs> she kicked my ass. It was humbling. And that's why she's a keeper. She is a keeper. Well, oh. that is one of many reasons she's oh, a keeper. Oh, bravo to Marguerite. Yeah. I love that. Okay, well, I guess I'll go. So okay. it's Fuck, Mary Kill, Papa Golf, um, Movie Theater Park. Okay, right. so I am going to... Um, I'm going to... <sighs> shit. Plus, there's no... like We didn't define parameters on parks. So there could be some nice parks right. thrown in here. Right. Like, we're not talking just like 
a parking lot. I am going to fuck in the movie theater because I don't want an audience and it's dark and everyone there will be distracted. Okay. So if we it's take optimistic. If we take yeah. <laughs> we You're t- taking a lot of sounds out of the equation here. If we take the handicap seats in the back corner, maybe we could make it work. Right. Also, technically it doesn't need to be the actual screening room. Maybe we could slip away to the bathroom in the yes. movie theater, which would be pretty easy during a movie. Okay, so I'm going to choose movie theater for that. So now I'm between Mary and Kill, <clears throat> Public Golf, and Parks. Parks. I'm going to get, this is easy, I'm going to get married at the mini golf course because okay. it's fun and I want my wedding to be fun. It is whimsical. I also love Putt-Putt. Right. And I'm going to kill in the park because technically a park could probably have a, like, little waterways, bridges, so easy to get away with it. Probably will be another dead right. body in there. So yeah. I have my, and I hate saying this word, anonymity. Okay. It's so. a good dumping ground. Though. Yeah. Very yeah. good. That's exactly it. It's a very right. good dumping ground. Okay. Yes. Wow. That was easy. From New there was, yeah, there was no debate on that one. Right. Wow. Different than when I have the girls on. Okay. Before we wrap up the episode, there's two more things that I want to talk about with you, Duncan. One of them is dates when like you're not boyfriend girlfriend but you've seen each other it's not a first date right um i want to hear your perspective on that and then i also want to hear your perspective on like breaking things off when you're not boyfriend girlfriend okay so for starters i don't know i think it's such an interesting place to be when again like you're not boyfriend girl when you're not boyfriend girlfriend but like you're regularly seeing each other, that type of thing, and, like, what you're doing for dates, or, like, you're still trying to, like, impress each other. And I'll tell you guys right now, this is when one of my favorite horror stories of mine. So I wouldn't even consider this dude and I, like, dating at the time, but it was, like, we would Snapchat, and, like, every once in a while we would get together. And I think, like, we both knew, like, this isn't going to be anything, but, like, we want attention, and, like, we're both there. So I'm over at this dude's house in Fairfax. And like, let me tell you, this guy, love Gavin to death, he's my person. This guy's so fucking hot. Like he is just, I can't even articulate it. He's chiseled, he's a Greek god. And so I'm like laying there trying to go to sleep and I'm like flexing all of my muscles. Cause I'm like, I'm, like if he touches me and feels an ounce of flat, like, I'm, I'm out. So then, I impress him, I like, we're good, we wake up, it's like an awesome day, and then he's like, oh, do you wanna take my roommate's dog for a walk together? Sure, I like dogs, this feels a little relationshipy for us, but like, oh, I'll play along. <laughs> so we take his roommate's dog for a walk, and then the dog is like one of those like, white kind of scraggly things, you know, with like the eye boogers, Ugh. and like, Okay. Just like yeah, right. one of those. And I'm holding the leash and I am trying so hard to be like domestic and like, look at me. Like this could be me, your girlfriend with our future dog. Like, you want to be the Fitsta archetype. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. It's like you're, I'm playing a role at this point. It's a test drive. <laughs> We're all I'm, pretending. Right. I'm We're doing my acting. best. I'm doing my best. I'm trying to show him, uh, uh, you're yeah. interested. So I'm holding the leash. I'm taking this dog on a walk. The dog's like receptive to me. It's not barking at me. So I'm like, nice. Everything's going great. And then this dog with his white curly fur starts taking a massive shit. And not only does it take a shit, 
it's so straggly that the shit gets like all mangled in its fur. Immediate turn off. No! Like, yeah, because now you're associated with that. Right, right. I'm like, I am the, sh- the dog shit girl. Like, that's what I am. And so I'm, I'm yeah, immediately I'm like, I gotta get out of here. So I'm like, you're picking this up, not me. Like, this is not it's, my dog. That's totally it's not fair. My assumption. Yeah. Totally fair. I'm like, you're doing it. And he agreed. He's like, fine, I'll pick it up. And he's like, cracking up because it's so embarrassing. And then immediately, like, as he's picking up the dog shit, I'm texting my friends, somebody fucking come pick me up now. I think it was actually would Katie. You, would you define this as, as the ick for this guy? I think I gave him the ick. Yeah. He, gave, he gave you the ick or you gave him I the ick? I think I gave him the ick and I gave myself the ick about A myself. double ick. The yeah. rare double ick. Double ick. I was like, that was such a traumatic experience. I want nothing to do with it. Right. I don't want to see him. I don't want to hear him. I don't want to see that dog. Like, seeing the, like, brownish green liquidy poop mangled in the white (laughs) anyway (laughs) that's my worst date that wasn't a first date um okay i think the last topic that we want to talk about is breaking up with people that you're not like there's a whole separate episode that could be had about breaking things off with your boyfriend your girlfriend fiance wife husband whatever serious breakups I want to talk about breaking up when you're not officially dating, but you're like, what does that when look like? When you're seeing you? each other. Right, right. What does that look like from a man's perspective? And also, I'm dumping a lot on you right now. Right. Kind of like that dog. But if you had to pick a way for a girl to like break things off with you when you're not officially dating, how would you want it to be? As direct as possible. Okay. Okay. Like so don't, don't sugarcoat. Mm-hmm. I think if, if we're just seeing each other, say we're like three, four dates in, right? Yeah. I want you to tell me, mm-hmm. hey, really had fun. Don't see this going anywhere serious. That's totally fine. I love that. Wish you the best of luck. That's love all that. I that. think most men need. I'm not mm-hmm. saying guys aren't toxic as shit and you won't get the guy who's like, you're a dumb slut. Right, I right. hate you. I'm sure some guys yeah. get defensive. People, people, egos will be hurt no matter what. Yeah. But there is a correct way to be as concise as possible Mm -hmm. and the sharpest blade cuts the finest way is how I like to think of it you guys Duncan you can patent that TM that is going in the description of this episode you can take that I I love that I give this to you as a gift I love that Um, so that that is what I have done and not for nothing I've gotten some like yeah harsh things sent back Really? Like, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Immediately. Girls get like, or not even girls. People get defensive immediately right. when you know it's it, again. The way they saw. Egos get hurt. I get it. You don't have to tell me I'm bad in bed. Like, <laughs> first of all, first of all, I know I'm pretty decent. All right. Hell you, bro. I'm not gonna flex and say like I'm so fucking good at sex, <laughs> but I'm pretty okay. <laughs> You're not gonna have a bad time. That's all we can ask for. Yeah. It's pretty okay. I mean. <laughs> Honestly, who's be- who's who's better than pretty okay? I think everyone's pretty okay. You will consistently have pretty okay, <laughs> and I think that's not so bad if and you're looking consistent. at a grand scheme of Show. things. Show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you got a text, I think what I'm getting at is, and the loyal listeners know, I've talked a little bit about like when I about like three years ago, I went through this moment where I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna ghost people anymore. Like, I'm gonna like start. Being more mature, I'm going to be upfront when I'm not into somebody 
and just let them know. And I, in my head, justified it as it doesn't necessarily need to be honest, but it needs to be direct enough that they know there's nothing wrong with them. I just don't see a future. So I kind of make up excuses. I had this notepad that I would copy paste from. But I remember specifically there was this one guy that I went on a date with to um, Mexicali Blues in Clarendon, and we had like four margaritas. So it's similar to the bottomless brunch thing where it's like you probably should be having like a good time no matter who you're with. Whatever. Right. Tequila is basically the social lubricant right, of right. our time. And I was just like waiting for it to be over. Like I was ordering more margaritas because I was miserable and I'd never do that. Right. And so then after, and I could tell he was so into me and I'm like feeling guilty and I'm like, mm. and so then I get home and he's like, I had the best time ever. Like, do, do you want to see each other again? Like, what are you doing this weekend? Like, he was he was doing everything right. And I responded, and it felt so harsh because I was like, it's only after one date, like, two hours. And I was like, hey, like, I had a great time too, but you know what? Honestly, like, I don't think I feel a connection, and I don't want to waste your time. Totally fair. And I was so scared when I sent that because I was like, you know, girls, you guys know this. Either we have no self-esteem or our self-esteem is overboard. There's nowhere in the middle. So I'm like, either we feel like shit because the guy's treating us like shit or somebody's into us and we're like, oh my God, he's so obsessed with me. So as I sent it, I'm like, this guy's going to like come over to my house and kill me and wear my skin because I wasn't into him. And he replied, I was like, I so appreciate that honesty. Like, best of luck. And I'm like, that was, it was such a weight off. It was like a pivotal moment in my personal character arc. The people who attack you are not emotionally ready for a relationship in the at the beginning. That that is your you dodged a bullet moment. Mm-hmm. If you send that text and mm-hmm. somebody sends back some hateful, spiteful shit, they've got their own shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's not on you. That's on them. Yeah. Anybody anybody should respect that you're not wasting your time. You're not wasting their time. Yeah. We're all, we're all adults at this point. I love that. Duncan, anything you want to add on breakups? Not on breakups, but I have a whole monologue prepared (gasps) specifically for you. I'm ready. Let's hear it. No better way to wrap the podcast than a monologue. Shoot. So so this is specifically for the DMV, for any of the out-of-state, out-of-country listeners. Um, This is modeled off of something, and I thought we may have had imaging. It may have made a little more sense if it had imaging, but you know what? We're rolling with it. We're rolling with it live. So, KDP, my dearest of friends, (laughs) my harshest of fashion critics, (laughs) are you tired of getting caught in the same DC dating rough as me? If so, I recommend taking whatever is on your consultant roommate's bathroom counter, (laughs) raising the distance, and lowering the age of your chosen dating app. Yeah, that's what I do. From there, I want you to spit in the face of everything you learn from Dora the Explorer and Swiper Get Swiping. Of course, there are other options. You could hope you run into a tall guy at Echo Stage and enlist the help of Overheard DC to identify him based on a quirky t-shirt. However, if you're COVID conscious, but willing to not be a pain in the ass about it, there's always DC Frey. This is gold. DC Frey. You know, my friend. Okay, I won't interrupt. Continue. Okay. Because what's better than trying to impress someone than with a stunning display of athleticism while playing kickball? I was going to say, my friend met her boyfriend that she lives with through DC Frey. Good, good for her. She's a better man than I. It may not have worked in high school gym class, but it'll definitely work as you rapidly approach your 30s. <laughs> If 
you are still ultra COVID conscious, but still want to get laid, mm -hmm. there is the tried and true Netflix and chill. Nice. With Stranger Things lasting almost 90 minutes an episode. <laughs> if you can't find someone to polish your clock, you might as well sit out your hot boy or hot girl summer and hit the gym. <laughs> Katie, it's a proven fact that if you base your personality off of the gym, you'll at least make it to a second date. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. And while you're in the gym sculpting your perfect body, mm -hmm. why don't you cultivate some better conversation topics? <laughs> I work almost 60 hours a week. I don't want to spend my limited free time talking about the inescapable hellscape that is my job. <laughs> this is perfect for DC. Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of hell, DC humidity is hitting hard, huh? Duncan, shit, my next episode is going to be Roast of DC. I might have to have you back. I'm here for it. <laughs> oh my god. The weather. Already a better topic than what my sign is. How tall I am. Or if I work on the hill. Speaking of hill staffers do better at everything. Those are my DMV observations. Duncan, I truly cannot think of a better way to wrap up this episode. That was absolutely flawless. Love that. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for asking me, you know, when is there going to be another episode? And I'm usually like, mm, back up, I don't know, I have a life. But I, I really appreciate the fact that people are listening, people care, that it's at least entertaining enough to listen while you're walking on the treadmill or tanning at the pool or driving in the car, whatever it may be. You guys are the best. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I promise there is not going to be as much of a lull between this and the next episode as there was last time. In fact... Tomorrow, I'm planning on staying in, drinking a few glasses of wine by myself, and roasting everything about DC because Gavin and I are planning to move in three to four years, and I'm jumping the gun and getting excited, and I'm ready to burn bridges. So, thank you so much. Duncan, thank you for joining the podcast. Any closing thoughts? Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.